As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today. It's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com slash rebates. You're listening to the Huddle Up Podcast with Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com and sound off. And now it's time to drop some knowledge. Okay, we are live. Let's let this stream open up and breathe just for a minute here, and then we will fire on all cylinders. Welcome in, everybody, to the Huddle Up podcast presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle and powered by Overtime Media. I'm your host, Chad Jensen, and with me, as always, my partner in crime. You know him, you love him. He is Zach Kelberman. Zach, how are things going for you? It's been a couple days. We've been off the last little bit. How are things going for you, social distancing, the whole nine yards? Yeah, I'm just trying to do my part, Chad, like everybody else, and uh, keep my six feet when I do venture out to places like Walmart to get groceries. And uh, other than that, though, I'm just isolating, I guess, and writing and working and podcasting. And uh, I'm just happy, as always, when we podcast, it's my escape. And I'm just happy we're doing that right now. Amen to that. Guys, one thing we want to get, we want to inform you guys of up front, out of the gates, and then we're going to dive into our Broncos talk for today's episode of the Huddle Up podcast. And there's plenty to talk about, by the way, since last we were able to to chit-chat with you. First and foremost is we want you to understand that, and we say this all the time, especially our listeners on YouTube, our great community over there. Zach and I, we never expect anyone to open up. We're never going to ask anyone to open up your wallet and, and give us a super chat or anything like that. That's not how we roll. Our listeners do it completely out of the kindness of their own heart, supporting the cause, and and Zach and I appreciate it more than we can ever convey. Yes. We we thought that, you know, as a community and as a podcast, as a flagship here, uh, as your football priest, maybe there's something we could do to kind of help with the COVID-19 response, and especially people who are being affected financially with their jobs. And so we did a little bit of research. We looked around. We found this Center for uh, for Disaster Philanthropy Fund. And we thought, you know, what if we did a, a podcast this week where anyone who chooses to do a super chat, uh, that money we take as a channel, as a podcast, and we send that to the Center for Disaster Philanthropy. And then more above and beyond that, Zach and I, as a channel, we match that. So if a, if, if a listener sends in a $5 super chat, phenomenal. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you. That would go. And then we would match that. So the Center for Disease Philanthropy gets 10 bucks in, in a situation like that. So by no means are we saying go to this site necessarily right now and donate. What we're saying is anyone who chooses to super chat during today's podcast, that money is going to be collected by us, matched by Mile High Huddle, and then donated to the CDP 
And as you can see here, I don't know how well you can read this, but basically what it does uh, is it helps support preparedness, containment efforts, response and recovery activities for those affected by COVID-19 and for the responders. And Zach, it's just our way of trying to help what's going on here. And so many of our listeners have reached out to us and let us know that they either fear for their jobs. In some cases, they've already been furloughed or lost a job or been laid off. So it's our response to try and, and help the community and also the community at large. Because again, Broncos country, Zach, as we all know, it is not a geographic location. It is a state of being. It's wherever you are. That's right. And, you know, we're all in this together, no matter our differences, no matter our takes about the Broncos or anything else, our politics, we are all in this fight together. And we want to, Chad and I want to do our part. Hopefully you guys as well will join us on that and uh, trying to put an end or, or a hopeful end to the spread and kind of provide relief to the people who are out there on the front lines and, and giving treatment and all that. So uh, we, we do hope that we, we conjure up a lot of donations, if only because tonight, it's the only time we'll say that, that we want a lot of donations because it's going to such an excellent, excellent cause. So um, we, we're happy about it. We're excited about it. Stu, wow, jumping, jumping in, right in from Mount Rushmore. Wow. Stu. And uh, leading by example, Stu, we love you. We appreciate you, you. And that's, $99.99 that will get matched by Zach and myself. So appreciate you, my friend. We love you. Thank you. And uh, that's a great way to start things off. Appreciate you, Mama. <laughs> appreciate you, Muhammad Badri jumping in. Appreciate you, my friend. That means the world to us. So we'll get into it. Listen, we we know this is your escape. It's our escape too. And so we don't want to bog this whole conversation down with COVID-19. Everyone is just we're all sick and tired of it, right? right? But we we still have to face it. We still have to attack it and try and, and fix what's going on in our country and get our economy back going and protect people and protect workers in the health industry and doctors and nurses and the whole nine yards. And so we're going to go ahead and put this uh, to bed for now and get into the conversation. And like I said, if you're feeling generous, if you're in a position to do something like that, great. We're going to match every dollar, every cent donation that, that comes in on today's show for what it's worth. And that... Brothers and sisters, end of sermon. All right, Zach, let's let me go ahead and end the share screen here, and then we can get into today's topic for conversation. Uh, really quick, guys, before we do, and I see super chats are stacking up. Before we dive into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast, a couple of really quick reminders: make sure you're following the show on Twitter at Huddle Up Pod. Easy to do, best way to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening with this show in real time. And then while you're at it. Make sure also you follow the main account at Mile High Huddle. And of course, another organic way, you can just simply support the podcast, support the channel, whether you're watching this on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, if you're on YouTube, make sure you like the live stream. That's a huge, a small thing you can do that can help out the channel in this podcast tremendously. All right, Zach. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy-efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today, it's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy-efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com rebates. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. 
The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea whether the alarm is real. Is there really a crime going on or not? All the alarm company can tell them is the motion sensor went off. Simply Safe Home Security, though, is different. If you're like me, and you're one of those guys who's hypersensitive to every single sound and is tired of having to sleep with a knife under your bed, Simply Safe is the solution. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself, no tools are needed, or Simply Safe can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day. That's peace of mind with no contracts. Visit simplysafe.com slash overtime and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash overtime so they know that our show sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash overtime. When last we were able to talk to our listeners, and we are going to get to the Super Chats that are already rolling in because Broncos country cannot be kept down. It is the best fan base sports fan base in the world that's right um we haven't had a chance to talk about the move the denver broncos made at punter now many of our listeners i'm thinking especially jeff cohen this has been something that's kind of a bone he's been gnawing at now for weeks and months about the punter situation well the broncos put uh colby wadman on more than just notice zach they signed sam martin ex-lions Punter, former fifth-round pick in 2013, made the PFWA all-rookie team. He's been a conference special teams player of the week. Broncos signed him to a three-year deal, Zach, worth, I think, just over $7 million. What was your gut reaction? I mean, obviously, it, we just talked about Chad, and we I just said Wadman cannot be on the Week 1 roster. He should be nowhere near the Week 1 roster, and thankfully the Broncos heeded that call. I mean, they didn't fire Tom McMahon, but they did replace the punter, so it's a good step in that direction. I like Sam Martin. He's an upgrade at the position, and, and I like 
the veteran, I guess, presence of a punter. I wanted the Broncos to find their punter of the future, quote unquote. And if that could be Sam Martin, great. And I think the Broncos have that optimism because they didn't give him a one year deal, Chad. They didn't give him a two year deal. That's a three year contract worth over $2 million annually. I don't know about punters deals. I don't know where that ranks him, but that's not chum change either. So they see something in him. They think he can be around for the long term. And after the Marquette King disaster, after Colby Wadman, after the Broncos got rid of Riley Dixon prematurely, and he went on to have a nice little career with the Giants. I believe he still is. They finally needed to get that guy in the building. And I like the Sam Martin pickup. Again, though, you, you got to nitpick and you got to question the money aspect, though. $2 million per year for three years. That's $7 million they could have spent maybe elsewhere, but I do like the addition. The funny thing is about John Elway is, you know, the last few years, the special teams has kind of been a little skiwampus. But he's never been afraid since he's become a front office czar in this league. He's never been afraid to, to pay top of the end money. Not, I mean, Sam Martin's now the 14th highest paid punter. So it's not like he's there all the way at the top. However, he's never been afraid to pay dollars to lock down his specialists. For example, at one point, Matt, he made Matt Prater one of the highest paid kickers. Brandon McManus got a big fat contract at one point. Brand, uh, Britton Colquitt, excuse me, was one of the highest paid punters ever in the game. And, you know, I mean, even this last year when uh, Casey Kreider, the long snapper, when he hit free agency, the Broncos chose not to RFA tender him. And so he hit regular free agency and they re-signed him to a one-year million-dollar deal, which is significantly more than most long snappers make, even the veteran ones. So it's odd that – I shouldn't say odd. It's ironic that the last few years the special teams have kind of been lackluster, but Elway has a penchant for throwing money at it. The question is, in this case, Zach – Will it solve the issue? Because Colby Wadman, I mean, I understand that he was kind of a Band-Aid over a bullet hole. They tried to solve it initially. The, the As you talked about, the replacement for Brenton Colquitt was supposed to be Riley Dixon. For whatever reason, he didn't jive with what the Broncos had in mind. I don't know. If, I can't remember now timeline-wise if that was before or after um, Tom McMahon arrived. You, you might have to jog my memory. Either way, he gets traded to the Giants for a seventh-round pick. In comes Marquette King. He clashes with coaches. He clashes with local media. And then they're kind of left to scramble with Colby Wadman. And they kind of thought they could get by with him. But Zach last year proved that, look, a punter, the best punters in the game are a weapon for their team, right? Yes. Flipping the field. And Wadman has not only not been a weapon. I mean, you're punting in the thin air of mile high. You should be one of the best punters in the game. Not only has he not been a weapon, Zach, at times he's been a straight up liability. So, Getting, you know, pooch punting and off the side of the foot at the most inopportune times in games, putting that defense really behind the eight ball multiple times since he became the Broncos punter. This team is finally getting some competency. Now, I'm not saying Sam Martin's, you know, the second coming of Tom Ruin. Broncos fans know who I'm talking about. However, at least he's a competent kicker. He's stable. He's got a long uh, sample size worth of punting that the Broncos can go, okay, we can project ahead and know we're good. The thing is about Elway, we said this before about certain other positions, Chad, he's not afraid of spending money. He has a reputation of being cheap, and he's been anything but that the last three or four years. It's a, The problem is he's investing that money in just the wrong players, Marquette King included. In terms of Colby Wadman, that's Tom McMahon's boy. He went to bat for him. He recruited him. Colby Wadman was a pizza delivery guy. That should give you an idea of what his, I think, his ceiling is in the NFL. That's why he never really worked out with the Broncos. Sam Martin is a tried-and-true veteran player 
venerable punter. He's going to be an upgrade at that spot. And it's punters are people too. I know it's a famous phrase from Rich Eisen and it's, it's a cliche now, but it's the truth, especially in Denver. They can flip field position. You can pin opponents deep and, and, and regain field position. And then if you stop them with the Broncos defense, they can get the offense back the ball and the, and the right, uh, you know, good field position as well. So it could be a weapon for Denver. And the absence of it, Chad, the absence of that weapon in recent years has been glaring. And I hopefully that that glaring need is finally solved. Hopefully, indeed. And John jumps in with a $10 donation on Super Chat. Appreciate you, my friend. Let's grab really quick, Zach, before we shift gears and then start getting questions that people are asking as well. Edward jumps in from the top rope, from more than the top rope, from higher than the top rope, up on the MHH Mount Rushmore $50 donation. Thank you, Edward. Thank you so much. So consistent. We love you. We appreciate you. And we are going to match that ourselves to this fund to fight COVID-19. Terry up in Canada jumping in as well. Appreciate you, my friend. $5 donation proving, as always, the Broncos country is not a geographic location. It is a state of being. Let's grab one or two more here, and then we'll get some questions and shift gears. Kevin Smith rocking this hat like a true OG. Jumps in. $20 donation. Appreciate you, Kev. Great cause, guys. Thank you doing you know it's 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 a modest uh, contribution what we can do a small thing you don't you never know how it can uh, affect things and make a difference and all we can do is try to make a difference and things are starting to get more positive not to bog down the conversation with COVID-19 but the messaging we're hearing from Washington and the, the fund that should be coming out here soon from Congress that's going to put 1200 bucks in in uh, every American's pocket Zach all that good stuff it it sound it feels like this thing is either turning or about to turn and break positive. So anything we can do to kind of accelerate that, Zach and I are happy to do. Preach. Cole, appreciate you, my friend. Five dollar donation on Thank Super you. Chat. Thank you guys for keeping us entertained and striving to do the right thing. God bless to you as well, my friend. Geo, whoop! It just did one of those jumps on me. Bear with me one sec, George. Let me grab our friend George. Appreciate that $20 donation on Super Chat. George, one of our true superstars as well. Very consistent. Uh, grabbed a hat. I think you've grabbed more than a hat. Uh, hoodie, you've been very supportive. He says, what a great thing you guys are doing. You guys are the best. No, you are. You guys are the best. And, guys, we are going to get your Broncos questions. Just bear with us for a second. AJ jumping in. $2 donation. Appreciate Thank you, AJ. AJ. He says, I'm surprised Jerry Atachu didn't get more interest. I think he did get some interest, but just not enough to really move the needle beyond what the Broncos were willing to pay, Zach. Which yeah. was from from before I served that over to you, Attachu got a one year deal from the Broncos. It's a million and a half, and then he can earn up to an additional million with playtime incentives and you know statistical markers. I love that because if he gets six to eight sacks, you're still paying only, what, two million tops for that guy. That's just a great value. I really like that move a lot. That's a very underrated move and what's been a very active offseason for Denver. All right. Uh, Jeff jumping in. Appreciate you, Jeff. Jeff. $5 donation, which we will match. Thanks for the love. Hope you're both staying safe. Chad, speak as you like. Twitter troll was butthurt. Isolation is fine. We're from Coral Springs. (laughs) Amen to that. Zach, do you want to grab this one under, uh, under Jeff? Yeah, let me see it. Let's see if I can get to it. Far be it from me. Oh, okay. 
That's uh, Mama Kelberman chiming in there. Hello, Chad. I'm going to read this to you from my voice from her, I guess. Hello, Chad. <laughs> uh, Zach's mom here. Zach, your papa is in bed with a sore back uh, and wants you to take this corona back. <laughs> don't forget to call love for mom. I don't know what she means by papa. I know she's had, <laughs> she's had a back, uh, back soreness lately, so I think she means herself. But I will, Mom, if you're watching, I will be sure to call you. I love you, and uh, just stay isolated. I don't want you getting sick. Yeah, and it's good to good to hear from you, Mama Kelberman. Appreciate you. Uh, Christy jumps in twenty dollar donation, which we will be matching. Thank you, Christy. As always, so consistent. She's rocking the the is it the hoodie she, the, yeah. that we got center or I can't remember. Anyway, looking good. Appreciate you. Keep up the amazing work. We love you too. All right, let's see if there's any other real quick, and then we will dive back into Broncos topics. Chase, ten dollar donation. Appreciate Thank you, my you, brother. Chase. He says, if Derek Wolf goes to the Patriots, I'm going to feel sick. We touched on this. Appreciate you, Chase. Uh, we touched on this a couple days ago. I think it came out, Zach, over the weekend that Derek Wolf has been garnering interest from the Patriots. There have been conversations between Bill Belichick's camp and Derek Wolf. Nothing's happened yet, but many Broncos fans, when they read that headline, Zach, they were cursing under their breath because Wolf is – sacrosanct to most Broncos fans, the yeah. idea of him playing for the, the hated evil empire, even though Brady's gone and time, you know, times are changing there. I mean, every Broncos fan recoils at, at the notion. Oh, well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I've also heard a rumor linking Derek Wolf to the Chiefs as well. And that would be, I think, a worse landing spot for him to be facing the Broncos twice a year, joining the reigning Super Bowl champions. It's another great spot for Derek Wolf, and I hate to admit it, but so would New England. He would be, I think, in a very successful system there. And uh, same with Kansas City, Chad, opposite Chris Jones. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy-efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today, it's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy-efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com rebates. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Appreciate you, Matt, with the $5 donation. That's awesome. Um, all right, let's see what else we got here by way of Broncos questions. Oh, actually, before we do that, the other topic that I wanted to get your thoughts on, Zach, was uh, there was a change. There was a shift this past week with the first wave of free agency officially in the books. The odds makers in the betting world, Vegas, if you will, uh, has altered their initial over-under for the Broncos' win projections for 2020. Now, when it first came out, I think it was in January, 
uh, Bet Online, which is kind of a flagship for this, uh, dropped it. The Broncos over under Zach is eight. In fact, I can remember you and I talking about that on this very podcast. They docked that number following free agency, Zach. It went from eight. Now they updated all 32 teams in the wake of free agency. It's at seven and a half now. So down Broncos. So they're not liking what the moves necessarily that John Elway made or feeling like it's not enough. And my advice to Broncos fans who were kind of wringing their hands over that is, mm-hmm. hey, guys, you got to remember the offseason in terms of roster building, there's two components to it. There's free agency and there's the draft. And until the draft happens, everyone's evaluation on the job John Elway and company have done this offseason has to remain incomplete. My bet is that it goes back to about eight. It'll, I think it'll return to eight after the draft sack. What are your thoughts, Bill? Broncos fans, do not wring your hands. Laugh at this. Openly belly laugh at how ridiculous this is, considering the Broncos won seven games last year with a first-year coach and injuries throughout the roster, different personnel groupings, three different starting quarterbacks, including Joe Flacco starting eight games. They still won seven. They ended the year 4-1 and one with Drew Locke, who is obviously going to be the 2020 starter. Seven it's laughable. It's the same thing as Adam Rank predicting 2-14 and 14 last year. This is what the national media does. This is what they'll do until Denver puts themselves back on the map. Fortunately, that will happen this season. I project baseline 8.5, Chad. 8 8.5 to 9 wins. The Broncos, I think, will be a playoff contender this year. They can even hit double digits. I'm that optimistic. But 7.5 to drop them down after the, the free agent haul they had, considering how they ended last year, is laughable. The other thing to keep in mind, I mean, everyone can remember this. The Broncos played the second toughest strength of schedule That's in right. 2020 to go to go along with everything that Zach just mentioned as far Good as point. the first year coach and and the other thing that a you know the, maybe the betting sites aren't taken into consideration in Vegas, if you will, is the fact that the Broncos are poised to get back three starters, and I think you could argue it's a, it's similar to getting back. Or, or signing, I should say, like three Pro Bowl caliber players. I'm talking Bradley Chubb, who missed three quarters of the year. He'll be back in 2020. I'm talking Bryce Callahan, who missed the entire season. Pro Bowl caliber, if he returns to, to the form he was playing at in Chicago, and that's a big if, but nevertheless. Uh, Juwan James, who appeared in only three games, only started three games, and I, I think it was – still less than 100 total snaps off the top of my head. So just getting those three back is going to have a marked impact on the Broncos' win-loss capacity in 2020, plus Drew Locke entering his second year, taking that step forward, guys like Sutton continuing to develop, guys like Noah Fant hopefully taking that second-year leap, that sophomore leap forward. So I laughed as well. you know. And honestly, to be frank with you, Zach, this time of year, as you know, both for both of us as content creators and as writers – Sometimes this time of year, there's not a lot of news always floating around and you kind of got to cover whatever you can sink your teeth into. This is a, this was barely noteworthy, in my opinion. It's the same thing, though, with these analysts, and it's not just one or two. It's actually a handful now of analysts suggesting the Broncos sign Jameis Winston to either be their oh. backup or to be their starting quarterback. And it's like if you're paying attention in the least, if you even paid one second of mind to the Broncos last year, you would see they already have their quarterback. He went 4-1. and one. They already have their number three. They don't need Jameis Winston eating Ws and throwing interceptions. And that's not what the Broncos want to do. They could have just started Joe Flacco if they wanted to do that. I mean, they have their guy now – 
But this is the, what I'm saying, and my point is this. This is what the national media does. They latch on to one narrative, whether it's overall win total or quarterback, and they just run with it. They don't think Denver is a true contender. They don't believe in what they're doing, but they will all see this year, Chad, in 2020. They will all be proven wrong. And the flip side to that coin, though, is there are a lot of national perspectives who have come around to the Broncos, who have called them a sleeping giant, who are, you know, I'm thinking also of Colin Cowherd believes that this is a team on the come, on the rise with Drew Locke. Drew Locke impressed a lot of people. Pro football focus, not one of those organizations that seems to be impressed by the body of work Drew Locke laid down in those final five games. They were, they have arguably been the most strident and vocal in saying the Broncos should go after Jameis Winston, which is just a, it's a joke. And it's, it follows in a pattern, unfortunately. I don't know what it is with PFF. They just aren't fans of Drew Locke. Yep. They're not picking up what he's putting down. Either way, though, it just goes to show, like, PFF, they have some really good advanced metrics that can really help you drill down and evaluate the game on a deeper level. But their grades and, honestly, their overall evaluation, anytime you get into um, opinion, take-driven analysis, okay, it's so arbitrary, you have to write it off, Zach. And by the way, Justin jumping in, $5 donation, real quick. He says, love how we are ranked 25th in power rankings, but it's going to be amazing when we fly up the charts to shut them all up. Yes. Stay safe. Hashtag football priest. Appreciate you, J-Bone. Yeah, that's the point I was making. The Broncos traditionally, historically, and especially now with a young roster and a kind of a hot shot, confident, you know, second year quarterback, they want to fly under the radar. So if PFF and and people want to link them to Jameis Winston and want to predict lesser win totals, let them hate on Denver because that is where they thrive and they will prove every single person wrong this year. And going into 2021, we will not hear any of this, what I consider just pure BS. Clay bringing up. And our, our thoughts and prayers are with you, my friend. Clay bringing up that in New York, you know, there's three real hotbeds for this thing in the United States. And it's New York being one of them, California and Washington, where it doesn't feel like things are turning around. Clay says, not to be a downer, but things are not getting better. I live in New York with over 20,000 cases and my mother is a nurse. Her hospital is completely overwhelmed. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. And that's why we are trying to do what we can Yes. Modestly on our, you know, it's a small impact, but you never know what kind of ripple effect that can have. But our, our thoughts are with you, my friend. And uh, I think it'll, it'll turn around soon for everybody. I really do. Um, God bless your mother as well. Anyone who's working on the front lines, any healthcare worker, anyone who's afflicted right now, God bless you all out there. So we do appreciate that Clay. Thank you for letting us know that. Giovanni Grady. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Jumps in $5 donation. Oh, Giovanni. Hello. Giovanni, thank you. Um, we will match that. Appreciate you. Been watching the show for a while, y'all. Keep the news coming. We could all use it. Hashtag state of being. Hashtag Broncos country Boston. in Boston, baby. They're proving the point every time. It's good to hear from you, Gio. That's awesome. Pats fans uh, jumping ship already, Chad. <laughs> in, a post, in a post-Brady world. He's, he's joking. He's joking. <laughs> Duke jumps in. $5 donation. Thank you. Appreciate you, Duke. Showing love, big dogs, listening to you guys in, and watching old Broncos films. That's rad, Duke. And again, we're going to match that donation for the CDP fund. Um, you know, there are, I think, three full games sanctioned by the NFL, produced and promoted by the NFL on YouTube that you can watch at any given time. I believe Super Bowl 50 is one of them. I know Super Bowl 32 is the other, and I think it's the 1987 AFC Championship game, The Drive if I'm not mistaken, is the other game. So there are three games, and 
Also, Zach, something's tickling me in the back of my mind. I'm pretty sure NFL um, Game Pass made the subscription temporarily Mm -hmm. no charge so that fans of the game, whether you're a Broncos fan or any other team out there, you can get on and watch television broadcasts for free, or you can watch, you know, game film, all coaches, uh, all 22, et cetera. So there are resources out there for those of us who are having withdrawals that there's literally no sports going on anywhere in the Western world right now. And also it was announced today that SNF, which is Sunday Night Football, on April 1st will be airing Peyton Manning's Broncos tenure. Some special about Peyton Manning with the Broncos. So any Broncos fan, at least something good comes from April April 1st for once, Chad. Very, that's awesome. Something to look forward to. Christy jumps back in with another donation, which we will match. Wash your hands indeed. (laughs) And that's the thing to keep in mind too is, you know, one of the silver linings to this whole COVID-19 thing is, when we do eventually get back to normal and everybody returns to work and it will happen when that time comes, I think we're all a little bit wiser in terms of, you know, uh, uh, hygiene and just being smart with when you're out and about what you touch, trying not to touch your face, washing your hands often using hand sanitizer. You know, I think you're going to see from a commercial perspective, Zach, there are some grocery stores that when you first show up to grab a cart or whatever, there's a little, uh, antibacterial, you know, uh, rag or whatever, not a rag, uh, wipe, excuse me, that's what I'm looking for, um, that you can wipe down your, whatever you're going to touch. And there's other places in the past that have had hand sanitizer as you're walking in. I think that's going to be more of a, that's just the way it is everywhere now. If it's a commercial retail type of thing, you're going to, you can touch the door. And then as you walk in, boom, you can hand sanitize. So it's not, and anyway, my point being, we're learning a lot from this. And I think it's going to end up making things, you know, people wiser, better, healthier, more cognizant of hygiene. That was the word I was going to use. It's going to make people more cognizant and more aware of their surroundings, I feel like. And I've noticed now when I go to Walmart, for example, if you cross paths with someone, they will step out of your direction. They will go out of their way not to make, you know, any sort of preliminary contact with you at all. And I think that's how most people will be for at least the next year or so. Extra careful washing their hands. I mean, their first inclination will be to maybe not go out or not do this or do that. Stay at home as much as possible. I think we'll get back to normal, but it's going to shape the way people operate socially, professionally, economically for at least the next year or so. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. 
Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Dave D. and Cali jumps in with a $20 donation. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate you, Dave D. He says, first-time donation, love the show, from Central Cali. And Cali's another one of those hotbeds for the virus. So our thoughts and prayers are with you, and we're going to match that donation to Stay the safe, CDP. Yes, Appreciate thank you. you, buddy. Uh, Glenn jumping in, $10 donation. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Doesn't PFF know the crab legs are lousy in Denver? <laughs> That's it's funny. True. And it is. It is. Uh, AJ jumps in, $2 donation. Zach, where do you see Cam Newton landing? Uh, That's an interesting question. We've uh, seen a few articles of people at least spitballing the idea of bringing him to Denver, which is not going to happen, but What's your answer for AJ? I mean, the Broncos broke Cam Newton, so they I mean, they don't want to take him on now, and that's not coincidentally why he's being cut at this stage in his career. I think it's tough for him because most of the quarterback landing spots got filled out already. So he's if he, if it was musical chairs, the song is over, and he has no seat. I think the Chargers have to be the logical landing spot for him. I think they'll double up with a veteran quarterback and maybe draft a rookie quarterback and use him as a bridge guy. I, uh, the Redskins maybe behind Dwayne Haskins as a backup. They have Alex Smith and, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, the Chargers, I'm going to say, are the favorites right now for Cam Newton. Ron W., one of our Super Chat superstars, jumps in with a $2 donation that we're going to match. Ron. Appreciate you, Ron. Where are we with the salary cap waiting for Prince? Well, guess what, Ron? There is plenty of room for Prince. There's plenty of room for Prince and Derek Wolf. Plus, you can still earmark the chunk of change that you need to, for, to sign the draft class. Plus, have a little, you know, sliver of a rainy day fund, the Evan Mathis fund, if you will. If something happens in the summer, you need to fill a hole. You got a little extra money. According to Over the Cap, and this has now been fully updated, there was less than complete information on Over the Cap and Spot Track, basically from, I'll say, Saturday until just very recently, because they didn't have, until Graham Glasgow signed, which was uh, either yesterday or the day before. His contract details hadn't matriculated through and they couldn't use it to factor. They didn't know what, how much of his total money that he's getting up front is being deferred into this year's salary cap, how much is going into next year and the other two years on the term. But now that is factored in. So you've got every trade the Broncos have made factored into the cap. You've got every free agent acquisition from the outside factored in, plus all the re-signings, including Justin Simmons, franchise tag and based on that over the cap has the Denver Broncos cap space situation sitting at 21 million and change so Zach you know depending on there are a few different competing theories on exactly how much you need to earmark for a draft class with as many picks as the Broncos have even if you hedge for the very top of the mountain the worst case scenario is 9.9 million that'd be the most possible and that's if every guy on the t- on the in the draft class made the roster which is very unlikely to happen it almost never happens for any NFL team especially a team like the Broncos that have as many picks in the in their pocket right now as they do so 
with 21 million, let's just minus 10 as a round, let's, let's minus nine as a round figure. That's still enough money to make another move or two if they want. But Zach, last thing, and I'm going to serve this over to you. Yeah. The NFL mandated that all team employees, including GMs, front office, the Broncos, for example, been operating on a little seven-man Elway team since free agency opened, sent all their employees who could be sent home to work from home. The NFL is now mandated. No one can be in the team building till April 12th. So I have a feeling maybe that things are going to kind of slow down in terms of re-signings. A guy like Derek Wolf or Prince, they might have missed their boat to jump in. They might have to wait after April 12th, although that's not an absolute. Deals can still get done. Guys can work from home. Uh, you know, Decision makers and deal makers, they can do their thing from home as well. And players can take physicals at different locations. They don't have to be in the city of the team that they're interested in signing with. The Broncos' salary cap, though, it's interesting. If they sign Justin Simmons' chat to a long-term deal, they can lower his overall salary cap number. They can spread that out and give them some cap relief. They can cut Jeff Hireman and clear about $4 million roughly in salary cap space. They'll cut Colby Wadman. I'm sure that's a couple pennies there as well. So they can still make moves. It's just a matter of if they want to make those moves, if they want to bring back a defensive end. And now at this stage of the game, Derek Wolf's on the open market. He's languishing he can get back on a if Todd Gurley got five mil for one year Derek Wolf will take what two years for 10 million low guarantees highly incentivized the Broncos can get him back for a song and I think that's one move that has to happen before the draft chat amen Christy jumps back in again with another donation that we will be matching 100 appreciate you Christy all you Broncos fans are awesome amazing giving going on tonight love and thanks for doing this you guys it's uh the least we can do Nad jumps in, $2 donation. Appreciate you. Positivity is also contagious. Keep our heads up. That's true. And that's one of the reasons why any of you who follow me, I haven't been quite as vocal on Twitter, but any of you who are friends and follow me on Facebook, I'm a little bit more outgoing in terms of sharing some of my, uh, I don't want to say political beliefs, but just you know, news things. A lot of times it ends up being politics. That's one of the things I've kind of battled against on social media is this penchant for panic, the doom, the gloom. I'm out here looking for the silver lining. I'm a glass half full type of guy. I'm trying to find the positivity because you need that in order to be able to make a way, find a way, whether you're an individual or if you're a country, you have to have a positive outlook. And so that's what I'm, I'm hinging on. Those are the type of articles. I mean, I'm still reading everything, but what I share is the positive things. And again, I'm not telling you this to blow smoke. I really do based on, I mean, I've watched every single press conference uh, from the Trump uh, coronavirus task force since the 15 days to, to slow the spread began. I've watched each and every one and it's starting to turn. It's starting to be more positive messaging coming out of Washington. You got the bill coming from Congress. So good things, guys. Stay positive. And those of you who are in the hotbeds and the hot zones, guys, just listen to what the, they're saying as far as the social distancing Grin, bear it, bear down temporarily. This storm will pass. Yeah, that's wonderfully said, Chad, and definitely very true. And as two people in the media, Chad and I can tell you that dissemination of of negative leaning information or doom and gloom, that gets a lot more clicks. That reaches more people than positivity. And that's why you're not hearing about any sort of positive developments because there are from this virus. I'm not devaluing. I'm not downplaying. I'm not saying it's not something we should pay attention to. Absolutely. Listen to, you know, your healthcare providers, do what you have to do to keep your family safe and yourself safe. But there's also positive coming on from this. I think the tide will turn soon and you're just not going to hear about it. I'm not going to get into you know conspiracy theories, put my tinfoil hat on. There's information suppression out there and it's a real thing. And that's why you're not 
about hearing the positivity and maybe if we can provide that and and spread that sort of positive contagion it will catch on to more people well said my friend glenn jumps in five dollar donation again appreciate you glenn he says cam won't end up at casa bonita you need to dive to work there appreciate you glenn (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna match that of course um our friend, a six foot ten Mexican, jumps in two dollar donation. Appreciate you. Thank you. Trade a third and a fourth round pick for no. AJ Green. Nope. You know, no what, way. Didn't they franchise him? Didn't they tag mm-hmm. him? Yeah. I mean, I was stunned that they franchise tagged a player like AJ Green, who in his prime, in his early years, was top two or three wide out in this league. He's not that anymore, Zach. He missed all of last season. He's getting up there in age. He's going to want a new contract. He's a possession receiver, and the Broncos already have a number one guy in Cortland Sutton. No veteran wide receivers. Draft that guy. Draft two guys next month or whenever the draft is held and go to war. Jordan Johnson jumping in. One of our Super Chat superstars rocking the hat like a boss. $25 donation, which we will match 100% for the CDP fund. He says, to lighten the mood, I thought I'd share some of your sayings that I've picked up since listening to the pod. Zach, make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. Chad, I don't want to get out over my skis. You guys are the best. That's awesome. That's funny how, you know, when you meet new people, you listen to a show, whatever it might be, Everyone kind of has their own little sayings and things that they fall back on. And it's funny to see kind of how those things emerge that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for sure true. And it's very humbling and, and very gratifying. So we appreciate that. Thank you, Jordan. Well, and even like little things like the state of being and football priests, like yeah. literally the, we are your football priest thing started with me just saying that off the top of my head. I now have it memorized because I've said it so many times, <laughs> but it literally started with me just simply saying, you know, we're answering your questions. This is the Mile High Mailbag. We are your football priests, and we're here to offer you the absolution and answers to your burning Broncos questions. And then I liked it, so I said it again, and now it's a thing. And it's just cool how things work out like that organically, and and especially when it grows out of a community. Blake jumps in, $2 donation. Appreciate you, your brother. It's not much, but what do you think of uh, Quez Watkins? I don't know anything about him. Not enough, I should say, Blake, to render an evaluation. My advice on that particular specific topic on that player, that prospect, I would tell you to uh, talk to one of the draft guys. Eric and Lance will be on Friday. Uh, and if, if you can wait till then or hit one of those guys up on Twitter, I don't know enough to tell you anything other than I'd just be steering you wrong. Yeah, I would defer to the experts as well. So, uh, you know, Eric, Nick, uh, Carl, those kind of guys, they would have a better answer for you. All right, Zach, before we get out of here, and again, guys, phenomenal response by each and every super chat superstar tonight we really appreciate you we're going to be matching each one of those donations and sending it to the cdp and of course we will announce what that figure ends up being so everyone can you know feel accomplished and that we all contributed to that we will be letting you guys know on twitter and of course we'll talk about it on tomorrow night's show as well at least a a recap appreciate each and every one of you before we get out of here let's grab one or two questions or comments here James Dean, who we're all uh, keeping in our thoughts and prayers with what's going on with James's work situation. He says, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and Colin Cowherd are, among others, call Locke a franchise quarterback. And Colin even puts us at number seven in the power rankings. And that's a great point, James, is that, you know, what Zach is really speaking to is that on the national scale, oftentimes it can get skewampus and go off the rails because they don't factor in everything that's actually happening on the ground, guys like us and even you 
who are watching this podcast each and every day, you're as plugged in and knowledgeable when it comes to your team as any fan base out there. And yet you've got the national angle sometimes that miss the little things. Uh, for example, just this is just a small thing. Sports Illustrated, who, you know, Mile High Huddle is on Sports Illustrated. They published uh, the top 10 teams with the most cap space. Uh, I think it was Sunday night or Monday or whatever. And they had the, the number they had for the Denver Broncos. It's not that it was wrong. It's just that it didn't factor in several players like Graham Glasgow's contract that hadn't, you know, the, the, the details of them hadn't been made public through reporting yet. So there's no way to know exactly what the cap hit is. But they still went out and decided to publish the, the figure. Little thing like that. If they would have just checked with the, you know, if certain people, myself included, we could have given them a more specific idea. It wasn't the 36 million. It was 21 million, Zach, which is a big jump. That's just a small example of how the national, you know, nationally, sometimes they miss things that. Oh, well, someone like Shannon Sharp as well. He's always had a soft spot for Denver, obviously. And Colin Coward, even last year, he was saying positive things. But there's always going to be that sect that, that just use their eyes and not rely on the narrative or not rely on other people's opinions or tweets to form a basis about the Broncos. So, you you know, you'll always have the different kinds of camps. I'm just saying from a national point of view, it doesn't seem like the Broncos have done enough yet to turn the overall tide, like the Adam ranks of the world, the, the pro football focus grades, but that will happen this season when they prove it on the field. That's how I'll, that's how I'm taking it for 2020. James, we appreciate you, my friend. Hope things turn soon in the UK. And as yeah. they are being able to get more tests out and figuring out, you know, who is carrying the virus and factoring that in with all the people that have recovered and factoring that in with those who have been hospitalized and those who unfortunately have not recovered from the illness and the whole nine yards, they're starting to get a much more specific idea. And based on a wall street journal article that came out uh, earlier today, for example, it doesn't sound, sound like the, at least the mortality rate is anywhere near as extreme as they initially thought it was based on the limited amount of data they were getting coming out of China um, all right, guys, let's grab one or two more here, and then we'll get out of here for tonight. Um, bear with us one second here. James, yeah, I'd heard that. I heard that there was a connection issue on YouTube specifically uh, on the Building the Broncos pod last night. It was connected. It broadcasted, but there was some kind of a pause thing, and it would skip or whatever. I think it might have had a little something to do with the stream service. I'm not sure, but I'm glad it's not doing it again tonight. All right, last one, guys, then we'll get out of here for tonight. Noel says uh, on Facebook, here's the question. Would you trade our first, third, and 2021 third to Jacksonville for the ninth pick in the draft? Denver has 10 draft picks and won't use them all mm. to do so, obviously, to get Henry Ruggs, who, by the way, was mocked to the Broncos once again by – Mel Kuyper, the godfather of mock drafts. He's now released three mock drafts. He's got the Broncos taking rugs in two of those. Would you trade your first third in 2021 third to get that ninth pick set? God, I'm so conflicted. On one hand, you know the Broncos do have three third-round draft picks this year, and they can afford to burn those picks if they want a guy. On the other hand, it's such a deep draft class of wide receiver, Chad. The Broncos can probably have someone fall into their laps and, and take a, a tackle or some other player at 15. It would come down to me 
how much Denver loves Henry Ruggs. And in the pre-draft process, which there is none this year, they can't bring him in, they can't interview him, they can't test him. I don't know that they would take that gamble on a guy in such a deep draft class. So would I want Henry Ruggs? Yes. Would my heart want to do it? Yes. My brain wouldn't sign off on it. My brain would say, hold on to those draft picks this year and next year. Get a guy at 15 or wait till the second round and just get someone else and uh, alternate that way. T-Bone 10, one more, because we haven't grabbed one from Periscope yet tonight. T-Bone 10 jumps in and says, Simmons is talking of Isaiah Simmons, my favorite player in this draft. <clears throat> if he falls to seven or eight range, would you go that's, get him? That's the only player I would trade up for. Yeah, I mean, for me, once again, it would just simply come down to ultimately where the rubber meets the road is the cost. I mean, if you can get into, if you could get to pick seven or eight with Simmons on the board for two third round picks, you got three of them this year, I'd do it. I would do it. But I, unfortunately, I think to get that high, it might cost a little bit more than that, but you never know. You never know. We'll see. But Simmons, man, he's a guy that you could, you, you know, you want to talk about adding uh, athletic ability to the coverage linebacker slash oh, yeah. box safety slash. I mean, he can do almost anything. In fact, I think the uh, Finding Broncos scouting report that Eric Trickle published a couple days ago, go check it out at milehighhuddle.com. I'm pretty sure he said it's the most versatile uh, player he's ever scouted, and he's been scouting the draft since you know 2013, 2012, something like that. So he's a very, very good player. I can only imagine what a guy like Fangio could do with him. Here's kind of a hot take. If they get Simmons, I think this defense, uh, healthy and playing at their potential, can be better than the 2015 Denver defense with all those players, all those different cogs. They haven't had a guy like Simmons in the building for quite a while, Chad, and he can do so many different things and just take this defense from a really elite unit already into a whole different stratosphere. I wouldn't go in the top five for him. I wouldn't sell the entire farm, but I'd be willing to part with some pieces of my property to get him. He's just that good of an athlete. Guys, before we get out of here for tonight, I want to bring your attention to something. So many of you have taken our call to action to keep the conversation going after these podcasts to the community section at milehighhuddle.com. And it's just been awesome to see. I'm loving it. The engagement has been great. The conversations that have been started are phenomenal. And I just want to remind those of you, you might have missed the podcast where we talked about this. If you did, Guys, here's how you can not only keep the conversation from these podcasts going, but interact with our community at milehighhuddle.com and help us grow this thing to an even bigger and, and better institution than it's already become. If you go to milehighhuddle.com, it's pretty easy. You see four pieces, four rooms here at the top, top stories, news, film, draft, pretty self-explanatory. That's where the staff, that's where we're actually publishing front page content for your uh, entertainment edification, uh, education, et cetera. That's where the, the news and the analysis is published by the staffers. But if you scroll down, there's the featured and community section. If you click on community, anyone can create a topic and look how easy it is. You uh, create your title, type in uh, what you want to say, boom, you hit, you choose what room you want to post it in. Pretty easy. Look, news, film, draft, game day, etc. Hit post, boom. And then it goes out and that's a way to keep this conversation going guys. And a lot of you have already started doing that and migrated on over there. That's just a call to action and a reminder. If you are interested in keeping the conversation going, that's how you do it. All right, guys, that's got to do it for today's episode of the huddle up podcast. Let me just make sure we didn't miss one, any last second super chats. Okay. We're good guys. Seriously. Phenomenal response. Shout out mile high salute to each and every one of our super chat superstars tonight. 
We will let you know what the uh, final dollar figure is on that and then make that donation to the CDP. And we've done our part. We've, we've done a small thing that we can, you, you never know what the ripple effect might be, Zach. Yeah, I mean, every penny, every dollar going toward this effort, I think, is worth it, Chad. And if it can help even one person, one victim, or one sufferer, one healthcare professional, we want to do our part. So it, it looks like just from eyeballing it, it was a very, very active night in donations. And thank you all so, so much. You all are un- incredible. And uh, God bless you all. Amen to that. And uh, we'll get out of here for tonight, guys. And hey, we hope to see every one of you. If we missed your question tonight, Guys, hang in there. Tomorrow night is the best podcast of the week. It's the Mile High Mailbag. No holds barred, all questions. It's our favorite episode of each and every week. So if we missed you tonight, make sure you're back in the saddle with us tomorrow, 615 Mountain, 815 Eastern, and we will get to your question. In the meantime, follow the show on Twitter, at Huddle Up Pod. While you're at it, follow Mile High Huddle, at Mile High Huddle. And my partner here, Zach Kelberman, at Kelberman NFL. Myself, at Chad and Jensen. And guys, keep your chin up, stay positive, and uh, we will see you tomorrow night, same time, 615 Mountain, 815 Eastern. Zach, have a good night, bro. You too. Keep washing your hands, Chad. Everybody else, stay healthy and stay clean. And I'll try not to touch my face. This is very <laughs> difficult for me, but no I promises. will do my best. All right, guys. For Zach, I'm Chad. We'll talk to you the same time tomorrow night. You've been listening to the Huddle Up Podcast. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com to keep the conversation going. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration's pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.